We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. I hope you're having a wonderful day here in the heart of God's country. I am one of your hosts, Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is with us, Allison Sinclair as well. Sky Mosley is in the studio. He's got us, he's looking, he's big today. He yeah. looks very important. The phones somebody's, don't work. Somebody's, somebody's mucking, mucking around with the uh, Zoom. Really? Yeah. And we're the only ones that supposedly use it. So I guess you'll just have to do, you, I know what you have to do. You'll have to do uh, screen sharing. Yeah. So we can see all that. But uh, okay. I hope everybody's having a great day. Today is a Tuesday here in the heart of God's country. Like I said, it's the 25th day of July in the year of our Lord, 2023. Ladies, how are y'all? You got that biscuit down? Almost. Was it delicious? <laughs> I barely got it. You know well, what? Y'all, I... y'all had me talking. Well, I'm we swallowing, have things to talk about. Snacking, Couldn't eat your biscuit. Str- struggling. At awful. least you had a biscuit and I had a nasty protein bar. Oh, it looked bar. good. Well, chocolate. It had been in the car a little too long. <laughs> Do you ever have those happen. where you're like, I've yeah. really got to eat? So that when I eat the twigs and berries in here, nuts and junk, it'll it'll be less bad because I had a protein bar. That's every, everybody who eats that way doesn't like it, so why don't they just get the biscuit like I do? You, you didn't know, offer us a biscuit. Well, you know, I mean, look, you say no all the time. Y'all both say no all the time. You know my theory. I just, you just want, want the to be opportunity. It's one of those women things I don't no. understand. It's hard for me that y'all just want the opportunity to say no. Don't you think that's true, though? Probably. <laughs> yeah. But then he probably gets to, I don't know. You're right about that. Which, by the yeah. way, speaking of biscuits, it always happens that we have traffic on the same day. Did you have traffic today? Well, I had to go to the airport early this morning okay. and drop someone off. Okay. So I was... There was a lot more traffic. Like, 10 minutes makes a huge difference. It does. And I thought, oh, I'm leaving on time. And then I ended up having to go, like, a super top secret back road way. And I just wondered if it was the same for you. But, you know, hey, it's the summer. Good. It's I'm a beautiful summer. Here. We're here. It's good. And there's a lot of news today. Oh, my goodness. So much news, especially in the education space. Oh, the pedophile space. The pedophile space. Does go to what people have always said? And here it's... Again, the conspiracy theorists were right. Mm-hmm. I think There's everybody's a, a pedophile. Type of person that's attracted to this area. Not all people, just some. I'm just Leftist. saying. I'm just saying. Well, which comes first? Well, the leftism or the the chicken or the egg? The leftism or the. So the sting in Homewood, mm. they caught six. Um, I think they were all charged on very different things, but all about exploitation of minors and online content and sexual human trafficking or whatever. One works for DHR. For the state. For the state. Uh, Which is in charge. DHR is in charge children, of children. Sur- children's services stuff. Okay. Yeah. So around kids, taking care of kids. Um, one worked for AL.com as a photographer. And then there's a story out... Um, uh, the Cole Wagner, who used to work for Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth's office for three years, mm-hmm. and then um, worked for a pro-life too? Alabama. Like he was in charge and worked with pro-life groups. A better pro-life Alabama. I forget the name of it, but he was also arrested. He, he was well, in that same it's thing. a different group. 
But the best this was part Montgomery. is oh, that he works Montgomery. for the Department of Education now. And they have uh, fired him. He's gone. He gone. I'm trying to see if I even know who this person is or if I recognize him. You probably Do, I tried to Do you want to hear picture. some of the national headlines? Yes. When, um, Hold on. For Cole Wagner? Oh, well, let me just tell you what the arrest warrant said. Wagner is accused of subjecting a person under 12... Oh, God. Identified only by their initials to sexual contact. Excuse me. Could we agree that if they are convicted, that there's a special prison or special things that should be done to people who perpetrate crimes against children? Is that, or is, is that just... Well, I'm, I'm for capital punishment. I mean, like, put them away. What's, what's wrong with capital punishment? Well, that's what Donald Trump came out with after he saw Sound of Freedom. Mm -hmm. He said he would totally enact, like... You will die if you are if caught. If you're caught doing all these things. He doesn't care no if you're male, female, who you are. Mm -mm. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about children here. I, Little children. I worked, um, you know, as a public speaker for a long time, and I went into schools and did a lot of speaking, but I had an opportunity up in Middle Tennessee to speak with a group, and they also worked with sex offenders. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they impressed upon me was, if you are a repeat sex offender... It is very hard to rehabilitate people, especially who are attracted to children. And so it really makes you stop and think, what in the heck are we going to do for these people? And also last week when the whole Carly Russell thing wasn't really a thing, but mm -hmm. we brought it up a little bit, is this whole idea that porn is also affecting mm. these people. And we're not having a conversation about that either. That's the other element that is a very uncomfortable subject. But how did these men, mm -hmm. both here in Homewood and in Montgomery, get to the point that they would be a part of some kind of sting operation? What brought them to that point? Mm -hmm. Porn is never in the conversation, and yet we know, I pulled up some statistics last week, we're talking about 60% or greater of men and women, higher for men than women, but mm -hmm. women growing. We're not talking about that either. I know that there's help for people right. who are involved in sexual brokenness. Once you get to the point where you're like, I need help, right. I am all for that. I have friends that have an amazing ministry, but we can't help it if we don't talk about it. And that's the thing that I'm wondering, when are we going to start talking about that? Well, I don't, I don't know when we're going to. We, we clearly have a problem in this country with uh, sex-related crimes across the board. Everything has, as things have gone out of control and as we have said to the culture and to children and everybody that that's okay, this is okay, that's your truth, this is your truth, what's good for you, what do you like, whatever you want to do. We lost the, uh, what do you call it, Bowen? We lost the rails. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's off the rails. People are everywhere. And then you tie in the pornography, et cetera, and everybody's saying everything is okay. And I think it is human nature for for us to spin out of control. Mm -hmm. and, and we let it happen. And there were all the prudes and the Puritans who were saying, this is what's going to happen. This is down the road. This is the history of the world. This is what happens to cultures who start saying everything is okay. And lo and behold, mm -hmm. all those people that we didn't like because they were being mean, they weren't being loving, they weren't being accepting. Here we are. Here we are with men who have taken sex from being relational with their wives mm -hmm. to being transactional and willing to hurt kids. Yes, which is multiple steps mm -hmm. down the road. And I think it all it all rolls together.
It really does. But that's the thing that keeps pinging in my mind is we got we to gotta talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I, I really well, doesn't mean Doesn't it go this. back to where the federal court said pornography is free speech? Yes. I'm like, how do, you, how do you get that? Well, yeah, pornography is free speech. You have the invention of video cameras, which I guess I learned when we lived in Tampa. There's a lot of you know, bars and such. Okay. Um, learned from some people down there that the invention of the video camera is related to all that. Right. I don't know if that's true. I need to do some research on it. But yeah, I think when the courts step in and say, well, you really are free to do what you want. Right. Somehow, unconsciously, it gives people permission to behave like savages. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, think how many people out there will, it's not illegal. Yes, that's right. So there you are. That's that's all they needed to know about morality. It's, it's not illegal. Right. Well, when you get into children and minors, that mm-hmm. is a whole new ball game. And that's, we have a portion of our population who is chant every day. I mean, we have associations supporting the legalizing of this. And we're, when we're having minor our attracted schools, people. Are yes. you talking about the maps? Yeah, the push the, to yes. like make it normal. Which right. used to be kind of like a man boy. can be pregnant. Yes. Let's yes. just make it all normal. Well, but now let's think on the other side. Let's get back to our this education is kind of going to be our theme for today. If we if we get there, think about how many of these books that are showing up in our libraries mm-hmm. that are teaching kids, hey, you're a sexual being. That's right. I oh. know. I know that all you care about is. Legos and riding your bike, but hey, you should know about how all this works. And by the way, so they are literally creating children who can reciprocate mm-hmm. for these people who want to chase children. Well, think about this. California was going to pull some books from their curriculum that were, were, they were over-sexualizing children. And then they just overruled themselves and decided, nah, we were just kidding. Because the governor was going to find them. For young curriculum. Multi-millions dollars. Over-sexualizing children is acceptable. And Mm -hmm. we know whatever Texas, California, and oftentimes Virginia, whatever they do is what the rest of the country will eventually do. Because they buy most of the textbooks. They buy most of the textbooks. That's what they do. They test it out in California. So we say things out there go, oh, that'll never happen here. But you're right. It's right here in Alabama. It's in Prattville. It's in Fairhope. It's all over the place. Mm -hmm. But it's here and it's horrifying. And then uh, as we were discussing off the air, what comes next? Mm -hmm. Well, I looked at Allison's face when I was talking about the the thing about teaching the the kids. Why else would they do that? Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's, I mean, that's a great point. And I, it, it, um, there was a post in Turning Point recently that uh, went through the book Gender Queer, which is probably in every single library in America. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of like the Hallmark book now, isn't yes. it? Like it's, their, it's their that Vanguard book. book. And I, I, I wonder how bad it is since it's it the one they all so want. so bad. Like, they had to blur out the images. Mm. Uh, and it's like cartoon, which makes it even more sinister because it looks childish. Mm-hmm. But it's like how to perform and do all these things that I didn't even know were things to do. Oh, wow. And it is in your kids' section, and it is like the banner book for Mm -hmm. this whole Mm -hmm. transgender... Which tells children you should be doing this, and then who are they doing it with? And and that's the thing. I don't care if it's heterosexual, homosexual, whatever. It's wrong. It's wrong. These kids need to be playing in the dirt and building forts in the woods and riding their bikes. Well, maybe not because they'll get kidnapped. Mm -hmm. But, you know, doing kid stuff, Mm -hmm. not learning how to 
do some of the horrible no things that I saw. No one will convince me that if you teach children, not only are, you, are they telling them it's acceptable, they're basically saying you should be doing these things. You don't. It doesn't have to say that. Right. But if you go in and you, and you teach uh, you teach little kids how to finger paint, they go home and they're like, Mom, I, I want to finger paint. We, we did this great thing. If you teach kids just about anything, they think they need to go do this somewhere else. And the kid down the road that's not in this class, he has no idea. Yeah. So now this child is being taught these things and some pervert predator comes along and is like, hey. And the, what's the kids supposed to think? And I mean, now you got broken kids, mm-hmm. more broken kids, who are going to fill the role of these adult man-child love people because they're whack now. Yep. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And what are we doing? We're being tolerant. We're not only are we being tolerant, but if you take it and boil it down to Alabama, we have adults who should be acting like adults who are basically rot gut saying, oh, by the way, if you show up at the Prattville City Council and you want to read those books anymore, we're going to make you sit down. I would like to let you know that you're a bunch of pathetic losers and you should all lose your job and you need to go away. Because if you can't tolerate what you're allowing in your children's library, Mm -hmm. like a millstone, it would be better, the Bible says, that a millstone is thrown about your neck and you'd be tossed into the sea. Mm -hmm. So y'all need to grow a pair and lead instead of being pathetic losers that you are right now in Prattville. I'm serious because it's harming children and we could stop it and we're not stopping it. There's only a couple of options. You're either, and I'm speaking to the people at these different leadership positions who are allowing this to happen. You're either a wuss mm. and you don't want to do anything about it, or you're on that side and you're for it. That's the mm. only two. That's the only way you can allow these things to happen. And really, essentially, they're the same thing because what you allow, you condone. Amen. That's exactly right. That's right. And even like the school, you know, the school system in California that the governor came in and said, well, we're going to fine you. I would have preferred. And look, I'm going to give them credit for taking their stand to start with. And I get it. The lawyers come in. I've been in those meetings. We're like, they're going to they're going to find you. They're going to find you. And then you won't be able to do it. I would have said, right. how about it? Take all the money. Shut the school down there, big boy. Yep. Come on in, Gavin. Gavin. But if you bring your little uh, kid warping self in here. It's going to be more than your pretty hair gets messed up. That's what somebody should have said. But everybody caves because the courts are coming. we got to take a break before I have an aneurysm or something. (laughs) We'll be back. Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. Don't forget to go out and check out 1819news.com. You will be very glad you did. The stories are there. Unbiased journalism letting you know what's going on in the state of Alabama. Standing up for what is true. What is beautiful, the good and the bad, evenly, and even-handed reporting. And while you're over there, consider supporting 1819news.com. There's different levels that you can support them every month. And uh, that's one of the things you can do to try to help get Alabama back on the, the straight and narrow. <laughs> Which All right, we, look, need, what? we need that desperately. <laughs> if you go to 1819news.com, the, the news stories, is not good today. It's great news, oh, but no. it's terrible I information. Was say, it's so it's on fire today, but you know how quickly, so Cole Wagner has been charged with sexual abuse of a child under 12. He, and that's the one that worked for the lieutenant governor's office, which all the yes. national stories are. Yes. And he has been fired. He has been fired. Well, he has no, been no, no. Fired. He, le- he worked for the, um, he, he since took over 
um, a government relations job at the Alabama State Department of Education, and he was announcing this on his Facebook page. Right, don't don't read that yet. What? Until I can give you the national stories. Oh, I can't and wait. And that will help it flow together. Oh, this he's is he's focused on his job. But this, he, okay. <laughs> this is All what right, the I'm national stories right, said man. first. Rolling Stone, former anti-abortion leader. An aide to Alabama Lieutenant Governor arrested on child <laughs> sexual abuse charges, etc. Newsweek, former anti-abortion group chairman fired after child sex abuse charges. Yahoo Sport, Alabama anti-abortion advocate charged with sexual abuse. Are you seeing a, a so theme if you're here? you're anti-abortion, you're a pedophile? Yes, uh, obviously. It sure does. Because mm-hmm. where is the... Wouldn't the headline have been better? Um, Alabama Department of Education employee... Wouldn't it? Yes. Because that is but his current no. job. Rolling Stone, Newsweek, and Yahoo Sport. The most important thing people should know is that an ant, someone against abortion. Is so there are two things here. And there are Number two. one, it's an Alinsky tactic, everybody. Right. Right. All right. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, you can't meet the standard. So number two. What I learned from James Lindsay, who's coming to Alabama on August 25th, oh, you don't want to miss him, that. is a nullification tactic. They're nullifying him, eliminating him permanently from any future conversations when it comes to anything conservative, specifically pro-life. But they're going to have a problem him. because they're all, you know, just saying being attracted to minors is normal. So what are they going to do? Because he's anti-abortion and he's pro under age of well, consent. Four, yeah. I mean, he should be put away and he doesn't, I mean, come on now. This is disgusting. My smart aleck but comments lumping are just, us in. just dark sounding. Well, they're not. Like, you should probably say them. No, it's not even funny because this is so bad it's not funny, but. <sighs> they're lumping pro-lifers okay. in with this you guy it, and it's you disgusting. You probably know what I'm trying to say, but that I can't say. Yes, you. He's an anti-abortion person. Right. Oh, because he needs all the kids. Yes. Oh, wait. I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Hey, but I'll give AL.com. They are the old leftist newspaper, but their headline um, says Alabama Department of Education employee. Whoa. Okay. Charged with sexual abuse of a child. Yeah. Mm. But the national stories, and, and the whole question of what are they going to do, you and I totally understand. We understand that... It would be hypocritical because they're pushing all this stuff. They're for deviancy. They're fine with adults being attracted to minors and all this kind of stuff because, you know, they change it so it doesn't sound like children. To minors, to minors. Um, but that, but their hypocrisy doesn't matter. This is a chance to go say, hey, the pro-life folks, the anti-abortion folks are a bunch of weirdo criminals, probably all pedophiles. So they just hammer that for a few days, mm-hmm. and then they'll be right back to, uh, it's okay. It's he probably all right. spent his thing. childhood in Alabama libraries, and that's where he learned all this. <laughs> I think because you may be okay. onto something. Can I read his Facebook yeah, post now? So, uh, yeah, and you got to read the whole thing, and, and I hope it wasn't one of those. Because you know the conspiracy thinker folks are like, look, the bad guys, the evil folks have to tell, they have to say what they're doing. They have to, that's part of the whole occult thing is oh, that you really? have to they tell yeah, you what that's what doing. all the symbolisms are for and they say weird like things the or they give the signs they, they, yeah like they have to that's part of initiation yeah, you don't, or get, like you don't they get credit for whatever evil oh. you're doing unless you have said it ahead of time that's that's my understanding of some of all the 
the dark. I didn't know that. The dark well, stuff. Well, Cole so. Wagner may have said what he's all about. This was six months ago. I'm happy to share that I'm starting a new position in the government relation in government relations at the Alabama State Department of Education. Looking forward to helping Eric Mackey and his team serve out. <laughs> Serve Alabama students, teachers, and education administrators. Hashtag every child, every chance, every day. And it's him shaking Eric Mackey's hand. That's terrible. Every child, every Every chance, chance. every day. That's kind of creepy. That's, and and yet there's a 12-year-old or somebody under 12 that's involved who's going to need help for a very long time. Because of what happened to this child. Don't even try and go and delete this. I screenshot it. I got it. I'm glad you have it. For the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives. Why is it so difficult? We talked about before the special session that um, the whole um, child trafficking, child sexual exploitation thing from the movie. Uh, We had Jared Hudson on. And and we know they listen. Mm -hmm. They monitor the program. And... mm, why is it so difficult? I mean, there wasn't one legislator. Maybe there were. It was a special session. But we need to crack down on this stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to send the message out to the rest of the country that if you're trafficking children, if you're if you're sexually abusing children, you don't want to do it in the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand it. We had that, and then Florida goes out. I think it was after we said that. We've said it multiple times on this program, even before the special session. And um, they get all this, you know, all this press for they're trying to crack down on it. We're Alabama. We we Why ran out it? of time because oh. of the um, like the we we had to get the steak cookie in <laughs> the yellow hammer cookie. Which cookies are delicious, but come on, man. that's what we spend our time on. And then we're like, oh, session's over. Sorry, let's clock in for eight minutes and then clock out again. Yeah. Speaking of bunch of pudding cups, when we talk about. I understood that part. <laughs> The cookie part? Or the pudding cup part? The eight part. minutes part. The pudding <laughs> <cup>. <laughs> we got to take a break. If y'all want to weigh in, give us a call. We'll be back. Welcome back in, everybody. We appreciate you listening to the Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Stan. Stan, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey, good morning, Scott, ladies. How are y'all today? Good, good morning. How are you? Doing good. Um, I want to have a, a serious co- uh, conversation with you about the topic of uh, the textbooks and the LGBT community and mm-hmm. the scandal story that just broke. Uh, before I make my comment, I think we need to discover which departments this man was working in other than the Department of Education. Um, Scott, you know that I ran for Lieutenant Governor 2013. 2014. I was the only person that was waving around a textbook that was coming into Alabama schools that had all the drawings of how young children could have sex with other young children. And I was, that was one of my campaign issues, Mm -hmm. education reform. During that campaign, I was pulled aside by a very respected Republican leader. They told me, said, Stan, you need to understand something. There's a former congressman, a former governor, their family members, and people in the legislature who are invested into a textbook company 
that the state of Alabama buys all their textbook companies from. Mm. Is this EBSCO? No, it's it was a northern company. Okay. It was a northern company. And uh, they're on the board of directors. They own more than 50% of this company. And we always get our textbooks from them. Now, that was in 2014. Things may have changed. But at that time, there was no interest by political leaders to change or resist anything because they were making the money off these textbook sales. Mm. Well, then it progressed. Remember the big push that every kid have a iPad or a tablet? And oh, yeah, that's, uh, and it was going to make our schools great, and we were going to rocket to the top, and education, educational issues will be solved if everybody had a iPad, tablet, um, oh. laptop. Yeah, and then so that, that led to we got to have Wi-Fi for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what they didn't tell you was this same group of people owned the rights to the software packages that would be downloaded into those tablets for these kids. They already own the rights to that software for educational purposes. These are the people who are corrupting our education system. These are the people that are behind the scenes of who's controlling what governor, what senator, what house member. They're still in place. They're still with us today. They don't have to hold office. They just have big corporations now, and they reach into our capital, to our house, to our Senate. They reach into Washington. They make great campaign contributions, and they remind them, we're the ones that got you elected. Mm -hmm. So if this perversion exists, and it does, it's because there are people who don't care because they're making millions of dollars off of this. And, and this is scandalous. You know, I've, I've said this before, uh, not, a, not ashamed to say it again. You know, there's this secret undercurrent gay society in government. Different <laughs> branches, different, different levels, secret handshakes, and they make sure that all the right people get put in place. It, it would stun America today <laughs> if they knew that there was a very popular governor in one of our 50 states that was a closeted homosexual. And if they were outed, it would send reverberations throughout the Republican Party. But we keep that covered up because it's not good for business. Let me ask you about the uh, this this dark group. I mean, I've heard I've heard it called different things. I don't I mean, it's not one of those things you can swear to. It sounds very conspiratorial, but sort of a a, a gay mafia mm-hmm. that is like a network, and they they work to help each other. They know who each other is. I mean, is that the kind of thing that you were saying exists, Stan? That you're claiming at exists? One, oh, at one level, yeah. They they're over political action committees. They're over certain organizations that donate heavily uh, to can- to uh, candidates. They're over uh, committees who get together and vote on who we're going to endorse in this election cycle. Uh, so they're not necessarily House members or Senate members. Some may be, 
but they're they're the behind the scenes group, very powerful, influential groups of people, well placed. They talk together, they get together, and if you find out when you're running a race, which I have run several, suddenly as a Christian man, a husband, a father, I find out I can't have anything to do with these people. I don't want to be, I don't want to be seen in the same room with these people because somebody might think I'm with that group. And it probably cost me two elections because the money shut off, my Christian stand probably cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars in campaign contributions. But you know, if that's the price, that's the price. I agree. And sometimes in the future, we're gonna have to take a stand, Scott and ladies. We're gonna have to out these people we're going to have to tell the truth, but the chips fall where they may because they are destroying our education system. They're ruining our state. Yes, they are. And it's happening every day, and the hardworking mom and dads are going to work. And and it's not that they don't care. They, they haven't been told, or they don't have enough time to listen. And at some point, this has got to be broken down and exposed. And, well, mo- uh, most we, of our people, Stan, think that, well, that's not happening at my school. That's not happening in my library. That's not happening in, um, that wouldn't happen in my community. And, and unfortunately, it is that mindset that allows this stuff to start happening. And I, th- I think it's there for a long time before we realize it. I agree. Well, some of, this, real, real some of quick, these things, they just didn't start today. No, no. And, and let me show you how it works real quick. Okay. All right. The, the people that own it, they get the committee to make sure that their company is the one who's selling textbooks to the state of Alabama. And then that education committee handpicks the textbooks. Mm -hmm. And then they tell the county and the city and the school boards, these are the books you're going to use. Mm -hmm. So who, who had a choice? And when some of these people are just politically corrupt and others are of the LGBTQ community and they're working together to make money, to get wealthy. That's their mm-hmm. ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. The sex is a side goal. The perversion becomes a side goal. Ultimately, this is about becoming millionaires after you get out of office. Then the, the local school board in Walker County, they just have to take the, take the textbooks that's given to them. They didn't have a choice in the matter. That's why we've got to revamp the entire system. No more federal education program, no more state level. Send it all down to the local level. Agree. Great force, point. Force totally mom, agree. Force the mom and dad to get involved, even to the point of picking out the textbook. Thanks, Stan. I appreciate you, brother. I remember yeah, I years ago I made the suggestion, hey, look, if we've got the supercomputer authority and we've got, why are we buying all these textbooks? Why don't we just not create our own textbooks that are owned by the state? They're, they're, they're housed in the supercomputers. If we find a mistake, we just change it. It all feeds out to all the schools, all to the laptops and everything. Mm-hmm. And then we're done. Yeah. It's not that and hard. no one has to make millions of dollars every year. And you would have thought, I don't know all the things Stan told me, but I know the reaction from people. That's a good idea. Was just so, uh, that something had to be going on. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome to the program, everybody. <laughs> we are back. We appreciate you listening. So much stuff going on the show between the show and uh, 
Here's the thing. Brian Dawson is here, and it's, it's all going good. Based on what Stan Cook said, hopefully later in the show today, we're going to get to Becky Pringle, Crazy Pants herself, who is the president of NEA. I love her the outfit. National Education National Association. Education Association. And what I want to ask ourselves, I have two clips for us later in the show. Okay. But when we're talking about our children and all that's going on in education, and I believe a lot of what Stan had to say was right, but that fire that emanates from Becky Pringle when she's giving a speech is something to contend with. Mm -hmm. Where is that fire coming from us? Well, we're not part where of are, cults. We're not part of the cult, but where's the fire? And I think they're burning and I think they're growing. But the thing that I was struck with when I listened to Becky Pringle talk mm -hmm. is that fire that she has for all the wrong reasons. Right. Where are those of us with that same fire who are willing to get the, out in the, front, the who are willing to yeah. get in front of a train yep. and be run over? For the sake of our kids. Yeah, the barbarians are fired up. They are ready to possessed. go. And she they does sound demon-possessed. They are bringing it, and we don't seem to have the yeah. folks bringing it from the other side. Yeah. We're not the two, we don't have the two forces in the Braveheart movie that are like, ah, yeah. right. they're going, ah, and we're like, ah, we're like, still. Did we pray about it? Yeah, pray, keep praying, keep praying, pray, pray. Let's have a casserole and pray. Pray faster. Let's go out to Charles I of Dewey. Charles I, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Well, thanks for having me on, Scott. Yes, sir. Uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to bring up, first of all, I wanted to state as far as what Stan was talking about, that we all need to remember who Governor Ivey appointed over the English language arts. Oh, yes. How the books got, how the books got, got there. That The man that did that has a husband, okay? So, so we need to, and, and we had no, anything that we could do about those choices put before us. Well, let me ask you a question, Charles I, because people need to understand this. And, and I, I think we don't. Somehow we were brainwashed into thinking that people are able to separate their jobs from who they are, what they believe. If you were king of the world, Charles I of Duany, and you said, you know what? I'm going to put Scott Beeson in charge of choosing the textbooks, which would be a great idea on your part, by the way. But right. you know what you're going to get. Because you know what I believe in. You know, you know the things. You know, you don't even have to look at the list. You know what I'm going to pick and what I'm not going to pick. You also probably know what someone who's an activist for any sort of thing, lifestyle, the climate. If if you picked a person who you went to their office and it was full of NASCAR memorabilia, mm. if there is a little kid's book about racing. You're getting that book in the school. You just are. Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing that we miss. Because I think a lot of times we on the right, we're like, well, you know, we need to, we got to, we got to, we need to pick some folks from every, he'll, be, he'll do a good job. And he picks what he, he, he's, he likes, what he's into, what he thinks is right. And that's, and that's what we get, which I guess is why you're bringing it up. How in the world in the state of Alabama did we end up? with that person chosen to uh, decide and, what our curriculums were like. And not that I'm necessarily saying lifestyle. you got to remember, just like you said, Scott, he is the one that gave the curriculum to the teachers for inclusion of LGBTQ. You got me? Yes. He is made the chairman of the English language arts. Now, and, and I've said this before when I called, the lady that was booted from her 
for even having anything to do with that. This guy's not booted, and he's the one that probably trained her. You remember the lady that I'm talking about, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Not yes. too long ago. You're right. Yeah, do you, do you see, like, the, uh, oh, I don't know, hypocrisy of that? Yes. And, Personnel and is policy. Somebody said that the other day, and who you hire is going to be your policy. That's what you're going to get, and we act like it's going to be Or surprised neutral. every time. Yeah. I like that. Here's the next thing. The, the way that I was able to do anything about the persons that were in the mental health facilities that closed to get them relief was I brought up the fact that it was violating the Eighth Amendment right to, against cruelty. Charles, we got to take a break, brother. You're welcome to stay on with us. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered.